Hello and welcome to the Ramon Foster Show. He's Ramon in Hendersonville, Tennessee. I'm Dan Kovacevic in Pittsburgh. And yeah, what do you got, Moan? <laughs> what do you got? It, it, it was good until it wasn't, okay? That, oh, that, that's yeah. what I got. It, it was simply that, man. Let's just start. Like Y'all know I've been – I told you I was I was right again, okay? We, we got 20-plus points. You now, did. You did. I, I feel like there's a lot there, and I, I feel like everybody in Steeler Nation knows there's a lot there. There's a lot of that P word that likes to get thrown around, okay, with, with, with potential for what it could be. But, but then I, I look at the floor of the game sometimes, and I say it was good, and then it wasn't, okay? And in certain plays that happened, okay? Like, what are we talking about, DK? The shovel well, pass early? Let's go with – let's go with – Let's go with the shovel pass to Zach Gentry on the inside. Unnecessary, okay? Nobody was looking for it. You know how hard of a play that is for – for like, if we're speaking like, okay, tight red zone goal line plays, that's the reason it always works so well right there. Love Zach, okay? I absolutely – that's my guy. When I saw him this past year – we dapped it up, hugged, told him I'm proud of him. But that wasn't the play to break rhythms with. That wasn't the play where we're unnecessary, DK. Where is that play going if it succeeds? That's the question for me. Where is it going in its optimal outcome? You know how, the, how coordinators love to say that every yeah. play is designed to be a touchdown? Where is that play going if it works? DK, unnecessary, okay? Uh, okay. Let's, do this. Let's do this. TJ Watt makes an interception deep in Cincinnati territory. The Steelers send out one receiver, mm. one wide receiver into the formation, and the designed play is for Kenny Smith to throw to Zach Gentry in triple coverage. Hey, you, you know what? It, it was so bad you even changed his name. Kenny Smith plays basketball, okay? Oh, is that what they said? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's been traveling too much over the weekend. <laughs> That's how bad it was. It was unnecessary. Do the necessary things to win the game. You know what? I actually thought again early on they were moving the line of scrimmage, DK. We were getting about three yards of pop from Najee in a sense of, okay, he had the first two yards to gather himself. And then what happened after that is on him, man. But in general, man, a lot of it unnecessary. Nobody. I even called everybody in the stadium. Okay, if you got a call from a 615 number in the stadium, in, in Akershaw Stadium, it was from me. Okay, <laughs> it was me calling you from a landline phone. And I said to all the 60,000 plus people in the stadium, including Bengals fans, I said, were y'all expecting the flea flicker? flicker? And you know what they said? No, Ramon. Unnecessary. Okay. Oh, how about, how about third and 25? Oh, with the game on the line, let's run the draw play. Unnecessary, DK. How about unbelievable bone? Listen, I, uh, you know we could do the Matt Canada episode every week. We yeah. really could. Yeah. We really could. But the truth is, you know, I'm somewhere between okay that they just lost it in the second half. Yeah. Or I'm also. You know, I, I've been telling you for a while now that Kevin Dotson's kind of become one of my weather veins in the room. <laughs> and, and 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 Dotson said to me after this game last night, he goes, "We 
you saw the first half, right? Yeah. And I say, yeah. I said, yeah, I did. And he goes, well, you saw 20 points in the first half, right? Yeah. I said, I could have even seen more with the way you moved the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saw all that. Okay. Yeah. Then he asked me, what (laughs) happened? Well, that's my job. I'm supposed to ask you what happened. I feel him. What happened? I feel him, man. I I saw it. It just wore away. It's it's like I I say all the time, like sometimes you overthink stuff. Something's there, then it's not there. Or something's there and you make it not there. Just go. Just Just do it again. Do it again. If they can't stop it, why you allow them to stop it, DK? I'm, I'm watching just like the air leave the basketball or it's one of those like run flat tires. You know, you get a puncture, then the alert comes on and then you just start to ride and you're like, Oh, this is fine. And then it just goes flat on you or it's just, you're riding on the drum to me, DK. What happened was just, I'll be real with you. It was some Matt. Okay. It was some Matt Canada. I can say that with the play call, and that took the rhythm away to me. I didn't think since he did anything to take away from his play call and to say, you got to stop doing that. Right. I didn't witness that on Sunday, to his credit, other than the fact that he got away from it. The other part, DK, I saw a defense get tired, and not in their own way, but in the sense of, we gave y'all the ball. We, we got it back. I made one of the craziest interceptions in the world. And I gave <laughs> y'all the ball, TJ. Yeah. Why I'm speaking of, yeah. I, we gave you the ball. And at a certain point, DK, that gets tiring. And then on the other side of it, too, when you go away from what guys do well, I saw guys start to deteriorate a little bit. I saw all those pickups that were happening early in the game as far as the offensive line go. It went away. I saw, I saw an offensive line late in the third, all fourth quarter, and I'm speaking specifically about one or two guys in a sense. One of them is Dotson. Dotson had a couple. You're just like, oh, come on, dog. Fucking and the other system. one is and the other one is the guy to his left. I don't have to guess at that. You knew exactly where I was going. I do see some fight. I, I saw a little bit of confusion with a draw that, that Kenny was supposed to hand to Najee and it didn't get there. And then it you know ends up I'm being saying? a penalty because naturally the offensive lineman is headed downfield and everyone's blaming the the offensive lineman for no. being downfield. No, that's a that designed no, run. That's a that designed wasn't no RPO. Run. No, yeah. that was a handoff. That's which all was, that was. Delayed I, handoff. In that point of the game, it was appropriate. I thought that type of play, a draw. Bam, get them upfield. The run game had been working decent enough for you. We're good. This is an AFC North matchup. It's going to be physical. Guess what you continue to do? Punch them in the mouth with, with the run game. And, and, and then you saw deterioration is what we saw this game, DK. No feel, no rhythm, no sense. There's no football sense from that booth. you know. And not to say that all of us are perfect and that we no. would all do whatever, okay? I, I, you know, I'm, I'm sure I would be an epic catastrophe in that yeah. booth, okay? Yeah. And, and that's probably true for all 66,000 people in that stadium. However, however, yeah. we're not the ones being paid to do it. And it's, it's I'm telling you, Moan, it's dispiriting for the guys on the field yeah. because this one may be in a different way than other ones. Because in this one, they felt like, hey, we can do this. And I think that was Dotson's point to me. 
we can do this. This is no longer a question of whether we no, can or not. No, sir. Okay. Now we believe in ourselves. So now what the hell's going wrong? No. Know what I mean? When we come back, when we come back, the other side of the football didn't exactly distinguish itself either. Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show. Um, You know, there were a lot of points scored by the offense for a change with 30 of them. But the defense gave up 37, so let's not make them sound as if they they played great because TJ made one pick right. in, in, in deep in Cincinnati territory. Uh, this was not a good showing. Drives of 98 and 92 yards for the Bengals. Touchdown drives yeah. of 98 yeah. and 92 yards in the second half to, to pull away. Um, I don't know, Moan. I, I, I it's, it's almost like we've been talking about them for so long as if they're damaged, <laughs> you know, that yeah. even now that they have almost everybody back, everybody but Akella Witherspoon, this was this was a pretty big downer. It really was. It, it was. And I'll, I'll say this, too. As far as <laughs> that, that one point we spoke about this past week, DK, of why do you harp the run game? Well, if we harp the run game, then we, we can scheme up everything else behind that. And they did do that. To this defense's credit, right? They they only they helped this team man to 62 rushing yards, which is phenomenal. I don't I don't think much can be said about that, right? In the in a well, sense of stopping well, one side. I, I got my point though. Let me let me get there. Okay, I'm, I'm just saying there's no Joe Mixon in the second half, but okay. Well, you know what? Credit yeah. gotta be given to that side of it too, DK. That's there's fair. a physical style of ball that's being played, and I know we hate to talk about that type of thing. But there is a physical style of ball that's always been played in these AFC North matchups, and this mm-hmm. is a part of it. It's happened to us. Heck, let's not forget about Le'Veon Bell getting pulled out on the sideline and having a hamstring issue from Burvick. We've seen these types of things happen in these games, right? So, mm-hmm. hey, all is fair in AFC North ball. Now, on the other side of this thing, when you get down to it, the pass, the pass defense lacking. Or, or, or the lack of even close to the line of scrimmage plays, DK. When we speak about you having uh, Samaj Piran run a screen for a touchdown all the way down the sideline, it's pretty much like he tight roped it to the end zone. And not just that, I understand it's big on, on, on little guys when it comes to DBs uh, running up on offensive linemen. But DK, one thing Coach T is going to say in that film room, everybody got something dirty about their job. You're supposed to just lay out for that one. We're not trading one-on-one on that one. I get, look, rock meets uh, rock meets a wall in that sense. But you got to be able to stop that. Having a guy like T. Higgins get off in the game the way he did. Like, y- you don't have Jamar Chase. Like, and I get Joe Burrow's nice. He did pinpoint those balls at oh, a certain rate that so, only his guys can get so to. So good. But, but so to, good. to say you gave up 355? In the air. In the air? Yeah, four touchdowns, 24 of 39. And you know what Mike Tomlin said afterward? He doesn't often do this. Yeah. He, he said he said something to the effect of, that's a, just a really, really good football team. It is. And, and the execution on their end, in some cases, was pristine. And there were guys mm-hmm. that, were, that were completely covered, and Burrow just put it in the only place that only one guy yeah. could get it. So yeah. I want to. I feel like it's important to bring that up too, uh, as well as the fact that Higgins, man, Had he just he just separates Moan. 
I, I, the guy, even, never mind even the, the final result. Yeah. He, he separates. And then I was waiting on Tyler Boyd. I think we all were. And finally he shows up. We <laughs> all know what he can do. Yeah. But, but still. What's, what's weird, DK? We're speaking so highly about T. Higgins, a Tennessee native, right? Zero touchdowns. Yeah. Samasha P. Ron's the one that broke the back. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's that's linebacker. That's secondary. That's front line getting to them. Yeah, they got to Burrow two times as far as sacks throughout the games. And they had, I think, seven quarterback hits also, DK. Yeah, but, and the two two picks. Yeah, yeah, and the two picks. So, it's, like I said, as far as, like, <laughs> taking away one thing and then getting snake bitten by the other, I didn't expect this from our defense. But it also shows this, too. We don't have that guy at, at corner or at what? Yeah, at corner. Right, right, right. And, right, and right say right, what right. you want to about Joe Hayden. The name brought a respect factor. Here it comes. And he, he brought it yep. every single week, despite the slight decline or whatever. Like, that's one thing I'll say to fans is, look, sometimes you push a guy out of, out of that room too quick and you see the results of it the next year. I think we're seeing that. I ain't saying Joe was still all world and maybe it was time for him to retire. But you recognize the differences right now. You know, one of the funny things, Moan, I was doing this uh, little bit of research last night from the stadium uh, for a column that I was doing. Yeah. Uh, and it, one of the things that I that I went through was the last time the Steelers invested in an offensive lineman in the top two picks in the draft. Wow. You know that answer off the top of your head because mm-hmm. he was your other guard. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, David DeCastro, DeCastro, of course, yep. a first-round pick. Okay. Then I thought to myself, when was the last time they got a corner? And, of course, that was in the first two in the first two rounds. And, of course, that was Artie. Okay. Now, Artie's one of those guys that can – the way he performed, he can discourage you from taking somebody else at that position again for about a decade. Okay. And I liked Artie. Okay. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't, know, you wouldn't know it from that comment, but I did. Okay. Yeah. He just he just wasn't good. So where is your impact corner? Let, I'll ask you this, Bone. Who has turned the New York Jets around this year? Who who's turned them around? Yeah. Uh it's Sauce. Oh, Sauce. Sauce Gardner. Sauce. Sauce. Close. He may be top five already in the he- league. In terms of impact, impact just yes. showing up and making your team better. So much so that their head coach on Sunday said our defense was outstanding. Right? This is a guy that, that looked Aaron Rodgers face to face. Yeah. This is a dude that looked Aaron Rodgers and, and basically told him, I dare you throw over here. He was selected fourth overall Whew. in this past draft. He stepped onto that field and made an impact as a corner, and we have seen others do that, including, by the way, young Joe Hayden yep. in Cleveland. And this team does not have impact at that position. Yeah, And, and, a, and a game like this just, look, what, Witherspoon's the only guy who's not healthy right now, okay? And Akella Witherspoon is not your impact guy. I mean, yeah. he's, he's okay and whatever else here. But we oh. also saw him get worked yeah and i'll say this too on your comment about Artie picking them what was Artie 20 or to 25 in the draft yeah yeah yeah. number Mm -hmm. at that point right there at at picking the corner 
that that's the trickiest of positions to be picking at. Crapshoot, man. It, it, crap it re- like sometimes you'll get a TJ Watt out of it. Sometimes you get a an Artie Burns out of it. Like I, I've seen this type of thing before. You have to be very peculiar about what you're picking at that position when you're in the 20s. I say from 20 to 32 because they're first rounders. But we're talking about Sauce Gardner, Joe Hayden, okay, Jalen Ramsey. They're versus- all way up there, and 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 that's. I just think that's just. It's an area that doesn't get discussed enough. We all talk about how you need to add to the trenches, and you do. You need to add to the left side of the offensive line. Hey, let's talk about that coming after this because I've seen the question, and the only segment that matters. That's hateful. Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show, and the only segment that matters, that of course being the Hey Moan segment, is brought to you by the Get-Go Cafe and Market, where quality is at the core of every menu item. Three expert chefs fine-tune every detail so that every sub, burger, salad, wrap, drink, app, and the pilgrim are crafted for craveability. Order your favorite item today at the Get-Go Cafe and Market. Better believe it. Moan, today's entry comes from m jones and he says hey moan after the cincinnati game is it fair to say that dan moore is a boy in a man's league (laughs) i won't give him i won't go that far i i'll say this he's a young guy that needs to learn super super fast yeah like a month ago like a month ago. Uh, this league is about survival also in, in a lot of different ways. Survival of, okay, belonging in this league. Survival of, okay, playing, starting in this league. Then the continuation of keeping that DK. Uh, it's also, we're talking about, let's let's go experience versus inexperience when it comes down to what you are. You've kind of heard me say this. Y'all have heard me say this time and time again. Your tape follows. You got some bad tape. Guess what's going to happen, DK? What's usually the Stilo? It follows mm-hmm. you about three weeks. I've seen this numerous different times, numerous different ways from other people as far as the way we – you brought this up when it came to uh, Kiesel last week playing against Andy Dalton and, and the Saints. Kiesel told you in the locker room, as long as he's their quarterback, we're always going to beat him. And they may have slipped in one or two in the sense of just, hey, they just got us that day. Okay, we played bad, whatever yeah, you want to yeah, yeah. call it. But it follows you. And if you don't break those tendencies, you don't break that that issue that you have, then it becomes a bigger issue. And then you become a, 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 a child outside watching the big boys play. You he see what I'm so saying? He was so bad, Moan. He was so <laughs> – Trey Hendrickson ate him alive. He had a, he, he ate him um, for breakfast. There was a couple snacks involved in it. Uh, there was a pre-dinner. There was second breakfast. And then he had a feast. And you know then, what I'm saying? And then here's a reporter thing on my end. And just take this for what it's worth. But you know I'm, how you guys, after the game, you have your own corner of the locker room there in that yeah. stadium, okay? And everybody's there, and you're kind of together, okay? Yeah. Everybody was sitting I – mean, I can picture all of you right now, Marquise and those guys. And here, and here last night, I want to set this scene for everybody. Uh James Daniels is sitting there. He's got blood coming down his left arm. Uh, I don't. I don't know from what God what you guys would go through down there. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right. Yeah. He's got blood coming down his left arm. 
Uh, Mason Cole's limping in there. Couldn't play in the second half. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Dotson's cutting up a mountain of tape off of his right foot. But you know what? They were all there yeah. except for one guy. No Dan Moore. He didn't want to be seen. Didn't want to be asked. That's... Didn't want to be asked. Oh, I didn't mention, I mean, Chooks was there too. Everybody yeah. was there. J.C. now. everybody was there except Dan Moore. This is, this is, um, everybody has a day. He's bad. He's had a season. Yeah, he has had a season. He's had a stretch at this point. And to, to, this is why I guess the, the preseason predictions and me saying he has the potential to be an all world guy. Mm -hmm. That's why I get laughed at. That was a hot take by me. And I kind of say to myself, never again, Mo, (laughs) in your short media career, unless they prove it to you for, as, as Ben would say, sometimes give me three years and then we'll discuss it. Year two for him hasn't been that year. This ain't even a sophomore slump. This is a sophomore sleep. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm seeing the same. If it was if it was a new issue, I'd be okay with it. But DK, we're seeing him, man, get walked back, getting his hands grabbed, and can't stop the bull rush. And I'll be the first one to defend. Just because a guy gets bull rushed and put in the in the quarterback's lap or close to it doesn't mean that's a win for the defense. But his over and over again, those are dubs, man. Just every time. Yeah. It wasn't like Hendrickson reached the point where Hendrickson wasn't even getting clever. No. It, uh, he just, this was just, this was nothing for him. It was that. It was, I own you at this point, man, in the sense of today ain't going to be your day and I'm going to make sure it's not your day. I ain't going to say I hate it for him, DK, because we've all been in that seat. I've been on that line. I've been in those stadiums to where it's, all right, just chin up. The fact that a guy didn't want to face that music, I can understand it, but I don't respect it at that point, too. Because the best thing to me, what that says to me is you're running from it. Like, are you actually watching it in practice or in film? Are you trying to address it also? Or do you think it's just going to go away? That's not a problem. I'm not going to ever speak for anybody else in my profession, but the way I mean, someone like me, I'm not going to go up to Dan Moore and say, hey, Dan, why did you stink today? There's always a way to phrase the question yeah. in a respectful way. There's a way to say, you know, hey, Dan, what needs to happen for you to turn it around or something like that? You find you find a way to phrase it so that it's not, you know, insulting or whatever, because that's not a, that's not in our repertoire at all. But for him right. to not be there at all. Moan, if you can, please take the people who, who take in this show – yeah. Through a little bit of a tour as to why the left tackle, beyond the obvious, protecting the quarterback's blind side, why the left tackle is so pivotal and so highly paid for that matter. He's supposed to be your most athletic guy. Mm-hmm. It's the quarterback's blind side. There is a level of trust that you will forever do your job at that position. And yeah, there may be one or two. Um, the smarts that go into it. Uh, the idea that you have no day off, it's all assumed. Everybody throw away what the right tackle does to a certain point, right? There's really no like like right tackles that make the Pro Bowls. There is a certain prestige that go along with it, and I think that's why it's fair for us to kind of criticize that in a sense, though. Like, you understood. Like, like, imagine being the left tackle. When I played left tackle in college, I was like, oh, I'm the big dog. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not inside with the guards or the center. I'm not over on the right. No, I'm I'm with the big dogs over here. Like, I know who I'm going to see week in and week out. They put their best rushes up until late <laughs> on the offensive left side. So it's not like you didn't expect it. 
DK, it's the most uh, other than quarterback offensively, as far as responsibilities. I love the this. offensive left side yep. is the second most important, if yes. not the first most. That's one thing I will say about what Detroit did. They said, "Screw what y'all think we're supposed to do. We're going to get a left tackle for whenever we get our franchise quarterback. He's protected, and in that time, they went and got golf." And said, we understand he's probably not the guy, but when the opportunity comes for us to draft a first-round guy that's really the dude, we got a line in front of him, specifically the left tackle. All anybody wants us to talk about today, by the way, is, is Kenny Pickett, because everything can be reduced to a quarterback thing. But this is, this is why I'm glad we're talking about the left tackle, because yeah. you can't convince me. That as cool as Kenny is, and as mm-hmm. you know, slick and everything, including <laughs> after the game and his interviews and everything, and nothing yeah. vases him and everything else, you can't convince me that any quarterback on this planet isn't affected by a left tackle who yeah. is losing literally every bleeping yeah. snap. Yeah, I- I'll say this: uh, Kenny had. Better presence again, throwing it away, which I know quarterbacks hate to do. Uh, and, and, and some of the stuff, he missed some open stuff. <laughs> yes, he, missed, he did. He wasn't perfect by any stretch no. either. Um, no. And it just, it was good until it wasn't, DK. That's simply what that game was. There's no question about that. Let's do it again tomorrow, Moan. Hopefully in a better mood. I mean, it is Thanksgiving week. We could do that. We can be upbeat. Yeah, we can be upbeat. <laughs> 